Hey, hey, we are back with Silver Screen Breakdowns. I'm Alex. I am, I am Peacock. <laughs> and I'm I'm just Peacock right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are breaking down. God damn it. We are breaking down Scrooge, the 35-year anniversary 1988 release. Last time on Silver Screen Breakdowns. <laughs> <laughs> we are following Frank, who has now seen three different ghosts. He uh, has been, uh, he just got done getting his ass kicked by the ghost of Christmas present. And now we've made it back on set. He's losing his mind. He is losing his mind. Um, they're making it, I think, almost to the third act in their uh, Christmas Carol production, and he runs right. into death right away, and yeah, he loses his shit. Let's just start it off with that. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's hilarious. Work for the great Frank Cross. I'm gonna dine out on this for months. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now I want Grace to take you upstairs now, where I think things might just be a little safer than down here. Okay, you're beautiful, Frank. You got any last tips for me? You're beautiful, Frank. He's so Hollywood, huh? Oh, God, Frank! Frank, go watch the show! He's here for me! Go watch the show! You think I'm afraid of you? The day I've had! I know what you came for. Come and get it, you pussy. I swear that's improv. No, it's gotta be. Then he's like, Jesus. He's in the show, Mr. Cross, as the ghost of Christmas future. He's great. That guy is going to be a big star. <laughs> that is going to be a big star. Oh, man. That's hilarious. Yeah, so he's all shook up. I mean, he's had a crazy, you know, whatever, how far, the entire movie, basically. You know, he's been shouting at the top of his lungs, all high-energy character here. He feels high-strung uh, at this point. They show him in his office. He's having another drink. Mix it, mixing another drink, and it's cool because you, you see the reflection from the outside. It's like a city high rise, it looks real nice. But uh, the, the moon is uh, like bright blood red, it's crazy. Wow, I never noticed uh, that. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting because I have it paused right now and it's just you know showing that or whatever. But that, that's basically the next scene he goes up into his oh, office no. where it's supposedly was it, safe. Was it the blood moon? Could have been, who knows? And so the, they're, they're starting up the production, and they have that one of those montages like the B roll, whole three, blue, all the production you know, jibber jabber that you do dissolve it three, two, one, and people are hitting knobs and switches. This is actually what I do for a living, uh, but not in a control room with like, this would be cool. Like with a team of people. You're that the modern don't. day version. Yeah. I'm just a one man band doing it live. I mean, for what is more modern than, um, than, uh, what is it called? Outsourcing, right? You just got one guy does it all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. This is the eighties. I mean, I'm sure they still have crew. Like, you know, I would like to go work for like the NFL and the fucking camera room and just like hit the switches camera or Exactly, or be oh, in on the field. Yelling at them. Yeah, they're like crazy. still homes, though. <laughs> I've been behind a camera for like 15 years of my life, man. But anyways, that's, uh, yeah, that's cool. Ooh, look at this. Now you're in front of the camera. So meta. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing the whole promo stuff. Ebenezer Scrooge. They have the old guy uh, that's uh, doing the narration, voicing over everything, and the production starting up. You know, they're starting to shoot the live, you know, just prepping for the live stuff, basically. They haven't gone live, but they're prepping for the live. And uh, they show some of the viewers at home, and it's the boss, Preston, and his wife. And uh, they were showing, like, the door mice or whatever on the TV, and the, 
the cats were all up on the TV and he's like, see, it's working already. <laughs> he's, drinking, he's drinking a beer. <laughs> he's trying to get the cat audience, man. <laughs> Gotta hit the cat dog demographics. He has hella cats in his house. He has like, there's like six cats in the, sh in the scene at least. And like, there's like three of them up by the TV. And he's like, it's working already. And, <laughs> and so they cut back to Frank and he's uh, drinking hardcore in his office. And he has the, the picture, he opens the present that his brother gave him, and it's a picture frame of when they were kids. Oh. Uh, it flashes back to the scene that you saw earlier, the same kids that were only that, the kids, but the younger version of him that oh. you saw when he was with the ghost of uh, Christmas past. And, um, you know, at this point in the production, they've already kind of, they fast forward most of the stuff. The Scrooge in the production that's going on is already at the final ghost, the ghost of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like, I've changed my heart. Is this it? And he's like, no, you're still to be visited by one more ghost at midnight or whatever. And so speaking of meta, that's happening on the production. And then you see, Super meta. you see, yeah, there's a bunch of screens behind him, like six screens. You know, when they do that teleprompter, that whole mm -hmm. cool 1980s, I have a bunch of TVs behind me thing. Yep, like the and, shredder. Uh, exactly. Exactly like the shredder. Yep. So his, his office is like the shredder mm -hmm. and uh, the technodrome or some shit. And the, the you see a huge fucking hand you like come out. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the big old thing, the little vessel thing, right? Yeah, that's the technodrome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, you see the big hand of death like coming. He's already reaching for Frank, and he's going to take him. But right before he does, right, he's literally coming out of those screens. Yeah, you know, while that's going on. And us as viewers see that, right? Uh, and then all of a sudden, boom, the doors blow open and it's it's that Bobcat dude, Loudermilk, Elliot Loudermilk. And he has a shotgun and he's drunk as fuck. And he just starts blowing up the office and he's like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so Frank, Frank hightails it out of there for his life. And uh, of course, you know, Loudermilk is just expressing all the terrible things that the have happened to him. wouldn't have fled. No, definitely. He would have stayed in the bot. Mm -hmm. yeah. he, he would have thrown some ooze on. He would have made louder milk Baxter. That's who he would, what he would have done. The old style. He would have made him a Baxter fly. He's going wild, <laughs> man, with that double barrel shotgun. I mean, yeah. he comes in and he's like, boom, and like he just cocks it, but like shoots the ceiling. Whole ceiling like At the same time, yeah, because he's drunk. Yeah. yeah. And that thing got a hair trigger too. I'm getting all the way off the way, bro. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, he starts singing to like after that. He's like, his wife left him, and uh, his took his daughter, and you know he lost the job. Right, fired him on Christmas Eve, and you know he's there to kill him. Obviously, shit, he deserves to kill him. Yeah, and so he's uh, <laughs> he's gonna you know he's blasting all over the place. Reloads, and he starts singing a Christmas song, and right you know brings the rifle right up to you know. Frank's face and he yells ah! and luckily he falls back on the elevator opens and he's saved the doors close and he's in there with another death figure right he starts like uh what did he say he's like he's like oh is this on straight and it's like oh it's just you like you know starts clowning the death guy like he's a big shit now right he's scared of him the first time but now it's like yeah yeah you know it's actually him know. this time exactly he doesn't know that though right he still thinks it's some hired help, probably, right? One of his uh, workers that's on set. He's like, wait a minute, shouldn't she be, like, out there on set? It's almost time or whatever. And he, like, opens up Death's, uh, the third, sorry, not Death, but the third ghost, uh, the Ghost of Christmas Future's um, robe, 
and he sees like all these creatures hanging in there, real like Jim Henson kind of uh, puppet yeah. like, but like slimy kind of <laughs> weird shit. And he like closes it and he's like, did I just see that? And does it again. There, there they are again, right? So then he realizes what's up. He's like, oh shit, you know, this guy's here for me. <laughs> but before he's like, did our people do that? <laughs> yeah. And of course, uh, you know, deal. yeah, all hell starts breaking loose after this. The elevator freaks out. He goes to the future, kind of goes into this modern type of, this is real Tim Burton-esque type of future shit also. It kind of reminds yeah. me of uh, what Edward Scissorhands or something. Where they, where they have him in the padded cell after he's committed the break-in. Yeah. It's basically kind of, it gives me that vibe. And so he sees Calvin there and he still can't talk and Grace is there. And, you know, the visitation's real short. She has to get out. And so he's like, I know somebody who can, he's like, this can't be it for him. Like, you know, like I know somebody at uh, some hospital or I don't know what he said, NYU med or I don't know what. He's like, I can, we can help or whatever. They rush him into the next, uh, basically like the next scene. Like, you know, this, this whole future stuff is real rushed and starts getting more intense as, as it goes along. And, um, yeah, they're making the face, a long story longer. Yeah. And the face of the, the figure of the, the ghost is a television screen, right? He's flashing different images, which is kind of interesting to kind of tie that all back. And so mm -hmm. now he's at a function where, uh, Claire, you know, his ex love interest that he loses is all there with her high-end friends having lunch or whatever it may be and there's some like street urchins begging for can we have some change miss or whatever the hell they say you know? yeah, yeah. and uh she's Back like no, peasant. yeah she's, she basically gives them that you know somebody once told me uh no! somebody once told me scrape them off save yourself and so mm. he uh comes full circle to him he's like oh no i told her that you know right earlier when they had that oh. argument and that would have been the last thing that he said to her, right? If he never mm -hmm. sees her again. And then she turns, she's like, thanks for, thanks for nothing lumpy or whatever the hell she says. So that was a lousy thing to do is what he tells uh, the, the ghost. And so now he's feeling pretty bad. Elevator starts busting out, hits basically rock bottom. And he's like, is this Disneyland? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and no, the well, doors open up and it's uh, basically, it's basically, yeah, welcome to your funeral. There's a fire going and there's a casket, but he doesn't know it's his. He like, thinks it's his brother's. Yeah, he sees uh, his brother's uh, wife and he's like, oh no, he's gone and all this stuff. And he's like, I should have been, you know, I should have been there, uh, you know, and should have been there for you and Wendy. And uh, his wife's name's Wendy. There we go. And his brother's name's James. There we go. And, um, so he's, you know, he's feeling sad, but uh, all of a sudden he sees an older version of his brothers walk into the picture and he's, you know, talking to the ghost. He's like, don't tell me this is, this is me or whatever. And he walks towards the side of the, the casket right? and he's yelling, right? He can't, nobody could hear him. He's like, help me. You know, and the, they're sending the cat, it's going to be a cremation. So they're sending the casket into the flames. Into the flames. Yeah, yeah, for forever. And he's like trying to like pull back and his name's on the casket. Too. Oh yeah, for sure. You're so yeah, for his, his evil his evil ways. You gotta change those evil ways. And so this this cremation scene was uh, has been ingrained in my my head since I was a child. <laughs> I've always pictured like this is how cremations go. I'm gonna be cremated whenever I go, but uh I hope that like because he ends up inside the casket here. 
and kicking and screaming. Go ahead, Bogart. Sorry. I pushed yeah. the button before. I'm oh, sorry. I pushed the button before. What button? Oh, it was my grandma. Oh, really? Yeah, you push the button to the and it goes in the thing. Wow. Was it a small or there was there a whole bunch of people? It was, like a, it was it was just us at that point. It was after the okay. service. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, that's what thing, it is here. It's just his brother. It's just his brother. And everything. When 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 I did it, it was the whole thing too, like that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There's some new stuff that they're doing now. I don't know if you've seen, but it kind of like dehydrates the body. Out, I push the button, you know, and then they mosey us out, and then there's a little. It's like a shack thing, and mm -hmm. then like you just we're outside, you just see the smoke coming. Oh out wow. Out. Yeah. Yeah, but then you get to keep that stuff, right? They give yeah, it to you in yeah, yeah. I think I was like, yeah, this is probably 10 years ago now. No. Wow. Seven. So yeah, he has uh, one of those, you know, one of those gut-wrenching experiences. He's inside the he's inside the the casket and he's like basically feeling dying, like being burned alive in, mm -hmm. at this point, right? In the in this portion of, you know, his punishment for the way he's been. And so he's basically repenting everything at this point, you know, change and, you know, everything you're going to say right before you die, right? Everything How does. privileged is that? <laughs> they got to warn him of his ways. Yeah, and he's like, don't let them burn me. I'm in here. And, you know, ah, mom, and I want to live. And he starts yelling, I want to live. I want to live. God, I want to live. I want to live. And all of a sudden, he snaps out of the... Uh, that he's back in present day and he's banging on the yeah. doors of the elevator. I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> hallelujah. Kicks the, the hallelujah. The music kicks in. Da, da, and all that basically, right? And he kisses everything, the floor and the sun and uh Fuck, this know, is Bobcat. <laughs> Bobcat's out there and he Bobcat's out there and he sticks the gun basically in his mouth and he he overtakes him and kisses him and He's all freaked out, and he's recruits him here at this point. He's like, "You and me, we're gonna." Well, before all of that, he spins him around, and he promises to like hire him back. And, hey, listen, yeah. listen, bro. We get you a Benz, right? <laughs> I know your bitch left you. Get you some hookers tonight, but listen, we're gonna get you cleaned up. Listen, I'm gonna get you an automatic gun too, because man, you, you that shotgun ain't working for you, bro. Yeah, I mean, he's just blessing everyone at this point. Yeah. He gives him a raspberry, like he did with the, the ghost of Christmas present. So he brings stuff back and they start merry-go-rounding things, like swinging each other by the arms in circles. And that's when he makes him vice president of programming and triples his salary and asks him if he wants his office. And he's like, no, I don't like your office. And he's like, that's so you. Because, <laughs> you know, he's the only guy who's... He's the only guy who stood up to him, so it makes sense that, yeah, yeah. he doesn't like that extravagant, you know, luxurious stuff. He just kind of wants good On quality Christmas. programming. Yeah, like again, that's the best Christmas gift for, for, for gold Bobcat. Yeah, and so he kind of turns it around, and he's like, all right, me and you, I need you to do me a favor, right? He calls himself a schmuck at this point also, which is a good Jewish word. Yeah, uh, On in a Christmas movie. Yeah, I think that's the leftover skin after a circumcision. <laughs> schmuck for real? Yeah. Blows your mind, right? Wow, that's like <laughs> that's like damn. You calling somebody a schmuck? That, that's yeah, dude. It's that hits now. Penis that no one, you know what dork is? <laughs> Nobody wants. <laughs> Nobody cares <laughs> anymore. Imagine if your parents say that though. Here's your foreskin from when you were circumcised. <laughs> Crispy said, "Free massages hit the drop." <laughs> <laughs> I knew somebody was listening. 
And uh, man, him and uh, him and Bobcat make a pretty good team because um, I mean it's the end of the movie, you know that they're filming. There, I mean all this is uh, all this is on live TV, right? The end Bobcat of the TV series up, thing, yeah. Bobcat goes up there and storms with his shotgun, and uh, right as uh, as Bill Murray comes on there, right as uh, Scrooge is uh, flicking the coin down. I need you to go get your biggest goose. We're gonna we're bring it over to Bob Cratchit's house. And, uh, <laughs> I like that. I've never Frank, had goose though. Frank snatches it up, and then uh, he goes to start talking to the camera. And Bobcat, right in the big control room, you leave that camera on him. And this is like Frank's always been the guy who is like everything on TV. I mean, shit, even the ghost of Christmas uh, pass. I don't remember exactly what he said. He's like, I remember one time I hit the home run in the big game of the little game. <laughs> he's like, no, that wasn't you. That was on TV. <laughs> he's like, oh, he was, yeah, because he, he lived like, his whole life on this shit. On TV, yeah. yeah. He, he didn't have any friends. He didn't do shit. Like, that was his whole growing up or whatever. And, and he was like, well, there was that one time with the girl in the in the meadow. And he's like, that was Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> you know, I know a way to explain this whole movie. Okay. He's literally having like a literal breakdown and going and and like, you know, I mean, like he's probably bipolar. He's mad skits because he didn't flip out and seeing delusions and shit. Like I'm just saying, bro. I saw this movie and I got like religious undertones, and then like things of like uh, you know, like all the alcoholism that's in it and shit. I was just like, wow, what's going on here? I mean, why do you think they call it the spirits though, right? Yeah. Because like you yeah. know what I'm saying, the motherfucker get a hold of you, or they, you know what I'm saying. Now you enter, you got you got the sight to see the other realm when you're drunk or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, was, I, uh, I lived in a haunted house at one point. I swear to God, when I, would, when I would come home drunk, that's when they would fuck with me, bro. It's cursed, bro. I had this fucking light switch. It was at the top of a staircase, and at the bottom, it was the same switch for the same light. So I would turn it on and just stumble my way down, right? And then do whatever I got to do and shit. And then, like, it's me and my girl, we're, like, eating or whatever the fuck, middle of the night shit. Then we walk up, and the light's off. I'm like, and I look at the switch, I'm like, hey, you know what I mean? Didn't move. Yeah, I'm like, wait a second. You know what I mean? It would happen all the time. And then, so sometimes, like, it would be blatant. Like, I come home and I'd be anticipating it, right? And it'd switch on. And then my girl always thought I was crazy. And then I'd be yelling, I know you're here. <laughs> <laughs> all day when I'm drunk. Because, you know, it's kind of like, am I drunk? You know what I mean? Like a switch. I know it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> And I got one more scene here. Oh, yeah. Well, basically, he storms the, the whole set, right? And everybody's freaking out. His boss freaks out. He's about to call the studio and fire him. And uh, Bobcat answers and basically blames it on that other dude, Bryce, who's all tied up. And <laughs> <laughs> I threw him all the way under the bus. Yeah, hardcore, dude. They're like, you're going to take the fall for all this shit anyway. And, uh, he's, got, and then, he's got his job tripled up and everything, but he's like, fuck that. And then so, and then Cross just continues to uh, to monologue, and I think this is where we're going to pick up right here at the end. Yep. It happened because it's Christmas Eve. I'm telling you, I'm not crazy. It's Christmas Eve. It's it's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer. We 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 smile a little easier. We 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 share a little more. 
For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. It's a miracle. It's really a sort of a miracle because it happens every Christmas Eve. And if you waste that miracle, you're going to burn for it. I know what I'm talking about. You have to do something. You have to take a chance. You do have to get involved. There are people that are having, having trouble making their miracle happen. There are people that don't have enough to eat. There are people that are cold. You can go out and say hello to these people. You can take an old blanket out of the closet and say, here, you can make them a sandwich and say, oh, by the way, here. I get it now. And if you, if you give, then, you, then it can happen. Then the miracle can happen to you. It's not just the poor and the hungry. It's, it's everybody who's got to have this miracle. And it can happen tonight for all of you. If you believe in this spirit thing, you, you, the miracle will happen, and then you'll want it to happen again tomorrow. You won't be one of these bastards who says Christmas is once a year and it's a fraud. It's not. It can happen every day. You've just got to want that feeling. And if you like it and you want it, you'll get greedy for it. You'll want it every day of your life, and it can happen to you. I, don't, I believe in it now. I believe it's going to happen to me now. I'm ready for it. You're a Rick and Morty. It's great. It's a good feeling. It's it's really better than I felt in a long time. Ah, right there, the release. I, I, Feels ready. good. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. He said Merry Christmas. Did I forget something, big man? God blesses everyone. And he spoke. The first time in five years. What up, Bakes? What's up? So speak for the first time in five years. And 420. That's beautiful. He put like a nice Christmas message in there. Hell yeah, you're woke. That was a good uh, that was a good speech, man. That was good stuff there. I was uh, I was pumped up there at the end. When I was watching, rewatching that, I was like, "Yeah, every time it gets me. Every time, actually, it's pretty good." The party uh, almost lost everybody. I was when it's like, "You want it so much that you just get greedy for it." Brown, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Okay, maybe not. You don't have to get greedy." <laughs> but right before that, he made out, or no, right after that, or no, it was before that when he made out with uh, one of the dancers. He's like, "Oh, the rule says," because he's going crazy. He's like, "Everybody needs to let loose." Blah, blah, blah. And then he, oh, yeah. he's like. You gotta. Uh, he goes to the mistletoe. The rule says I gotta kiss this beautiful girl right here under the mistletoe. And he's like, but that's not the whatever the one. And he, uh, he's like, there's the girl back home that I really love, and I don't know what, or I don't know out there. He didn't say back home. And he calls Claire by name, and then so everybody like, you know, tells her to get out of the shelter and go make it down to the studio. She tries to call a cab, and she's like, can you get me there in three minutes? And it's the ghost of uh, Christmas past that uh, yeah. gets her. He's like, what floor or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so he gets her there to the studio, and right after that speech is when he sees her again, and they kind of make up, and then, uh, and yeah, the movie concludes. And then not necessarily concludes, he ends up, you know, monologuing and talking to the audience while the, everybody sings a Christmas song for like another five minutes. Yeah. And, and he's like, everybody on the left side of the theater singing, and only the man. That's not even a Christmas song either. But it What's what was it? Oh, yeah, it wasn't a Christmas song. You're right. It's been a little love in your heart. Yeah, it's not a Christmas and, song, but it's like a good, sweet, sentimental it song. It became one, though, like a hit, even like because that song was out for, you know, I'm pretty sure then that was like a cover, right? At that point, but 
Yeah. Ooh, got to sample that one, bro. You got to get Rod Stewart on it. Get a little love in your life. Rod Stewart. <laughs> he was everywhere back in the day, too, man. Hey, which one did Rod Stewart do? What was, what was his? Uh, the what is it? The uh, no. Um, I was gonna say the power of love, but that's not Rod Stewart. Uh, <laughs> he was super raspy, dude. I had one of his cassettes yeah, at my house. Like I remember seeing it. Just never looked into it. One of his hits. Right <laughs> else, what Rod Stewart played? Just just watch. Have I told you lately that I love you? Is that Rod Stewart? Damn. Oh yeah. Have I told you? I thought that was Michael Bolton. Did he just redo that shit? I love you. <laughs> version, isn't it? They're just singing forever young. Okay, yeah, that is Rod Stewart. <laughs> yeah, of course, 420 AM radio would know the AM radio, bro. There you go. Uh, I know, right? That's funny. Appreciate that, man. Thanks. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, hey, real quick, too. We're shooting this movie, right? He, so Bill Murray, like, he's. He's infamous for saying when I was shooting that movie, he was like the director. He had no, he had no idea how to match talent together, how to mesh personalities. Like you know, this is him. Kind of, you can tell on screen, like nobody really yeah. has chemistry. Yeah, he's like it's just Bill Murray yelling. And it's kind of crazy because it's after like movies like this, and like and then fucking um, you know, because now he's like. You know, he's plunged into there, right? Now he's like a guy. He's a lead guy, right? What else they do after that? Fucking uh, Groundhog's Day and like... Oh, I love Groundhog Day. Right? Awesome movie. Like, <laughs> he, he definitely... He loved Groundhog's Day, by the way. But then he then all of a sudden he says, okay, screw agents. He did that one where he's like a crazy dude and that what's-his-face is a doctor or therapist. Something Bob... What about Bob? What about Bob? What about Bob? Yeah. Oh, he's funny in there. Bro. <laughs> he's taking that yeah, one too. Yeah. I feel. Vacation. Ah, that movie is funny, bro. No, he, so he's he he said it straight up said he did zombie man because the movies like Scrooge and stuff like that where like he didn't enjoy like the process, right? He was like fire all my agents. And I'm gonna set up this one eight hundred number. Okay, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So now, yo, for real, though, like, <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> you didn't give the one eight hundred number to just anybody. Like you had to just. It was like word of mouth shit. You had to like have it. And when you call this number, it's, hi, this is Bill Murray. If you want to book me in a movie, leave a message, right? And a number. And then you know what I mean? Like just the whole spiel, right? <laughs> but it's hella funny because. Even until this day, like in current time, like what was that? That's, one? How, you, um, that's how you book him still. Yeah, like what's her name? Sophia, uh, the super thick mom. Mm. Vergara, Vergara. Yeah, mm. yeah. I guess to get him on whatever she did, some they did something like a movie or a show or something. Modern, fa modern Family. She's on Modern yeah. Family, bro. There you go. Right, but she she had she kept leaving messages for a year, so he finally was like, okay, I'll give ah, you that. Mister Bill, this is Sophia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really love your movies. Yeah. She made She's the worst. <laughs> That's some Hispanic shit for sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get down to ratings. And so the rating system that we use around here is if you love the movie, uh, that is a buy. If you really, really like the movie, we're going to give that. A, that's going to be a five-day rental. If you kind of like it, that's a two-day rental. If you really do not like it at all, that is going to be a same-day rental. And where is this on your list, Peacock? I can already guess. Yeah, it's a buy for me. I mean, I had it growing up, and uh, it's funny because like I could, I feel like I could just watch it every Christmas, and it's like it's it's rewatchable. You know what I mean? It's uh, yeah, I gotta put it's this moments. Yeah, it's one of those lost ones that I had forgotten about. Like I had, I hadn't watched it. Like I said, like ten Christmases or something like that, because it was on VHS. And like when I moved out of my parents' house, like I left my VCR and all the tapes and whatever. And, my mom probably got rid of that shit. The DVDs. Yeah, and I never saw it on DVD or whatever. So, but I did I used to have it on VHS with the cover, the original cover art and stuff on it, which was yeah, with cool. him. He's like with the suit, right? Yeah, he's wearing a suit, and there's like a, a ghost or skeleton head, the death hand, I think, or something like that. And it's holding either a cigar or a, a martini glass or something. I can't, I can't forget what it is. Maybe he's holding a martini glass and this hand's holding a cigar. Can't remember. But um, classic movie, like I said. Yeah, Crispy said this is a buy for him. He said that he's seen this movie countless times. Yeah, it's one of those. I've seen it a bunch of Crispy's times. I can't tell you how many. Someone that would like be on par of like a Bill Murray. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know just leave your childhood. You know uh, I mean? Just yeah. won't trade you David Montgomery. It's the Christmas spirit. You know what I mean? So you can get money, money mills, mafia. Oh man, did you hear some bullshit that it was like it could be Mills or Keenum? It starts. Like, Why are you saying this right now? You're fucking up my deal right now. Don't, don't don't worry. It's not like it's the Texas the media that I've been getting from ESPN and the yeah. Texans and then the stuff I look oh, up. Yeah. All three of them have been fucking conflicting. It's yeah. ridiculous. Um, it's Mills. Yeah, it should be. All right, Bogey, where are you at with Scrooge <clears throat> on our rating scale? reliving it again since i haven't seen it since like a wee hike which is kind of cool a lot of the movies that we've been doing that i hadn't seen or that i have seen but haven't seen since i was a kid right reliving it that shit is tight bro i own this shit bro i would do it i'll buy that shit yeah yeah reporting for christmas because yeah, like, i would put it right there in my christmas category in my christmas section right but it it's definitely christmasy it would you know. be right there with like, you know, Batman Returns, Die Hard, fucking <coughs> uh, Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. I like it because it's a little like raunchy, a little on the darker yeah. side, exactly. a little yeah. It, it's cool, it comedic, uh, mm. you know, and it's like it's a PG thirteen, you know, so it's not like overly like sappy oh, or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this one's a buy for me, and it is because it's. I mean, it's just a. It's a Christmas re rock. We re watch no matter what. You could call it a re rock. <laughs> yeah, we re rock. That. That's, that's some dope. That's even, right it's even easier to say re rock. Oh no, maybe not. Re rock, bro. That's some dope. It's, it's, it's a classic. I mean, uh, I, I know there's a lot of other um, Christmas Carol, you know, versions of it, but yeah, this is one that. Just takes it away from the the other ones just get a little boring you know this one's got a different twist on it yeah it has its moments especially the way it goes in like we did it in acts so i mean it definitely has its you know 
I really enjoy the the Christmas present ghost. I mean, I enjoy all the ghosts, honestly, but the first two are first two are really funny. And then even though the first, the very first one that comes to warn him, those first three are really good. So the Christmas present bitch, right? She, she had took six months of ballet with like a real high end trainer and shit like that for the movie. Right. I guess like they, they call it like point, like, like like, trained in like point too, like, you know, like, like, you know, on the tippy toes and shit, they didn't use none of that shit in the movie. And then the fact that, cause, and then like, the, the, the fact that she was kind of stumbly and like clumsy, they're like, yeah, they kept all that. They're like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah, just her, she might have been wasn't any good. <laughs> had her fly in instead of doing any kind of ballerina stuff. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah. She probably looked like Julia Stiles in that Save the Last Dance movie. That's why. You know what's crazy? When I see <laughs> Julia Stiles, it's all teeth and like, and no, <laughs> no titties. <laughs> <laughs> like you remember in uh, and things I hate about you, Cat Stratford. Yeah, of course. Remember she flashes. I'm like, what is she flashing in with, man? Some what does she have? Beer flavored nipples? Keto bites, man. That's one of those classic fucking like uh, Shakespeare redo movies. That's just it is, I don't huh? know. Yeah, no, like no, every, no, every generation has one. You know what I'm saying? Like there's. When he it was did Romeo that. and Juliet. I love you, baby. This is quite <laughs> all right. I need you, baby. baby. That's the part. Right? To warm the lonely night. <laughs> Let me love you. <laughs> yeah, he kills it. He's out there with the microphone. They're chasing him and shit. The security. Right. He's ducking them, keeping a note. Still, still on cue. They parried parody that in not another teen movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Janie's got a gun. <laughs> Janie Briggs has got a gun. They were like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I forgot about that shit, bro. Dude, that, that's oh, Captain America, bro. I'm, okay, because I that's have a story. Friends. I have a story for not another teen movie in high school, and fucking. So my man's shout out to my man's A1, bro. It's not just a clever name, right? But he actually was like super straight, like as far as like um not it's doing awesome. any, not doing any oh. dirt. Because his dad, <laughs> boss dope dealer, like his dad cooked hella crystal meth and shit. Oh, right? shit. And so his dad had, he just had rentals all day. And he'd say, and like he would give us hella money and be like, hey, get out of here, go watch a movie or something. He took one of the cars. We're like 16, <laughs> you know what I mean. And like, let's go. And so we're like, and it, it, I'll never forget it, bro. McDonald's, McDonald's cups, they get ate up by 151 because we got the 151 in high C and we got some yeah. chicken nuggets and we're smashing, drinking and driving to the Marcado. That's that. That's the fucking, that's the theater. It's the AMC theaters. It's called Marcado. That's like the okay. street or whatever. So we're on the fucking way to the Marcado. And we're faded as a fuck. And we're watching, we're watching not another teen movie. And I we couldn't finish the movie because we got removed from the movie because yeah. we we're sitting in the handicapped seats. And there's oh, not no. no handicapped people around. But so still, we're people, but we're loud as fuck, you know what I mean? 
and some we got hella people complaining about us, bro. And they tell us we gotta leave, bro. But we was faded. And my man's like, fuck that shit. I'm leaving this. And I'm like, hold on, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he drove. I'm getting you out. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, I'm out too. Then <laughs> obviously, you know what I mean? But yeah, and I just remember when he's um remember they did the they did the reality TV show part. Is that the what you're talking about? In, In not another teen movie. I don't remember that part. Yeah, I don't remember that part either. Never mind. Oh, when they're making, okay. I don't know when they when he has the video camera, they're making fun of the the original part. Yeah, yeah. We got that's because, that's when we got exactly. In the original, in the original movie, the Fred, Freddie Prince's ex girlfriend's new boyfriend, who's Matthew Lillard, is the guy who's like doing that reality show shit. Yes, we got booted. Yeah, hilarious. But yeah, Matthew Lillard is the, the I, fucking the new boyfriend in the original movie that they're spoofing. And we hop back into rental, right? And I just remember I left my cup there in the McDonald's this time. I remember this. Uh, and that shit was just leaked everywhere. Because that shit, 151, is like gas for real. That <laughs> <laughs> <At> McDonald's cup. <laughs> that motherfucker's just... Yeah, bro. That's funny how you just, just the certain things I remember. That was like legit 30, 22 years ago. How, when did that movie come out? Uh, probably like the early 2000. Yeah, it's like because the, because the originals came out in the late 90s. Ago. Oh yeah, right, 20 years ago. Yeah, like 21 or 19, uh, 19 years ago type of shit. Uh, probably over 20 years ago, around 20 years. Yeah, years. like 19, right? 2002 ish. Because that was when all the movies was coming out. Sure. Like scary, yeah. scary movies were a thing. I guess Hot Shots, the one that kind of set all those movies off. Right? Oh, those are the best. Yeah. Was it well, naked the, guns? The, the naked, naked guns, guns were the best. Hot, 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 hot shot was I tried, tell, I tried to tell my wife about naked guns. The Airplane, airplane's a good one. All those Leslie Nielsen joints are the shit, man. They're hilarious. OJ was in there, man. There was another one too that was called. Walks in with the fro is so big, can't walk in the door. He's turned sideways. Yeah, OJ was in that shit. <laughs> he was a killer, bro. He <laughs> <laughs> just got serious. <laughs> Remember when he fucked with that? He wrote wrote book, like, if I did it, <laughs> he wrote a book, if I did it, bro. Dude, when he did this shit to the reporter with like no last bit of this. Crazy, bro. This guy's whack. I mean, double jeopardy is a real thing, right? Yeah, really? it is. Okay. Well, he paid, he paid money civil in the civil courts, like yeah, thirty-three mil. He had to settle out in the civil for sure, because I think the thirty-three mil to each party of the family, so it's like sixty-six mil or some shit. What was the white boy that was fucking on his bitch? Or Goldman. Least... Yeah, yeah, Ronald. Oh. <laughs> oh shit! He said. He was real. Good. He, that dude looked like uh, like a cool boy or something. Me and Ron Gold. The glove doesn't fit. Some of the Kardashians came up too, man. That Kardashian dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the dad? Um, Rob or something. Rob. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that <laughs> the son, bro. He uh he uh oh he was with the black china one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Bro, I know a chick that looks exactly like her, but she's Cambodian. I swear Cambodian, black Cambodian, giant booty. I'll call <laughs> my girl right. It's one of my girl's best friends. I'll call right now. It's my girl. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> do you call her black Cambodian? 
No, her well, she looks like Black China. Yeah, so we call her Black Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like her. Man. And she can't believe she's hella bad, man. Shout out to Sophia. Oh, I like that. The 41-year-old virgin who knocked up Sarah Marshall and felt super bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, because he was trying to save her, bro. <laughs> that, that was bad about it, Kumar. <laughs> there was a whole bunch of those movies. I had the, all of those on DVD, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like all of those that you just smashed up, I had all of those on DVD. And throw like Ted in there, and uh, okay, let's well, throw some other ones in there. So, like, see, I told you I could make a pair of titties look like <laughs> except accepted wedding crashers, uh, trop, tropic uh, thunder. Oh man, that one's just too good. Tropic thunder, uh, that's a whole bunch of boy was in that movie. I swear to god, nice. His name is Brandon Solchaka. He's not the booty juice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Right? That's what it's called. Booty juice, or I don't know what the fuck it's called. A new energy drink. Oh, man. It might be time to get ready to get up out of here. Man, we're rocking three hours, and uh, we appreciate everyone who's rocking along with us the whole way, and we're going to be back. Hey, that guy in Tropic Thunder, he's not my boy no more, though. He's a crazy tweaker. I just for the record. <laughs> you can look him up. He's in the credits. He plays, he plays the, uh, the production assistant. In the oh, movie. okay. You know when they're doing like the arms and he's like, oh, with no arms and shit. Yeah, that shit's hilarious. Yeah, he's in the back, like pressing buttons, like doing like thing, doing things. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> he made it in the movie, man. Because they were shooting in Hawaii. He was living there at the time. He was just oh, I think he told me this yeah. before. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And so That's we went cool. to go watch the movie, man. It was like, oh, sick. Like, yeah, fucking Tom Cruise is in that shit. The screening, it was fucking tight. That's cool, man. Then he started smoking crystal meth really hard. Yeah, but it's a Hollywood. It always happens, man. The back of the ugly side of Hollywood. Yeah, dark side, man. The dark side of Hawaii, I guess. Actually, I don't know if he went to Hollywood. That's literally what Hawaii is like, juiced on, bro. That's their fucking. That's the epidemic over there. Is is that Christina? You know what I mean? Not that Aguilera either. (laughs) You know what I mean? That Aguilera, that Yolanda. It's not you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. Uh, so next week, we're going to be breaking down the night before. So that's with Seth Rogen. Oh, uh, speaking of Yolanda. Yeah. That's funny. I used to date a girl named Yolanda. Shh. Anyway. Um. <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt and Papa Doc from 8 Mile. You know, my real name ever because I don't even know his real name. I just always call him Papa Doc. Yeah, <laughs> I was say my sister in law was here the other day, and she's like, "You get? Have you ever seen the night before?" I was like, "Shit, you're gonna be breaking that one down." <laughs> That's a classic, man. That one's a real good new age classic for sure. Yeah, I like it a lot. Actually, uh, yeah, a good that'll one. be that'll be next Friday, that and that'll hilarious. be uh, yeah, a couple days before oh, Christmas. Shit. Christmas ten days from now. Damn, he said. That'll be next Friday. Should we try to sneak in next Friday so we can get the Die Hard in somehow? No, remember we're gonna keep curving Die Hard. Oh, okay, that's right. Because <laughs> apparently uh, it's not curve. a Christmas movie. Damn, that's meta. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I know what I'm watching on 
Tuesday night, probably. <laughs> Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. It's uh, it's free on, uh, is it Freebie or Tubi or one of those ones? What? That uh, hard? No. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've already watched Die Hard a few times. It's back? They got it back now? Yeah, I think it's on, on Hulu, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's on something. I sent you guys that text message. Remember how it was like it was like just in time for the Christmas season, and then it was like die hard or whatever. Boom. And I was like screenshot it. I did, I screenshot it and I sent it to the group. Remember? Oh yeah, I seen that. Okay. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! For all you non-believers. Yeah, hold on. Let, let's I'm go see before we get out of here. I don't even know where I was. Uh, oh, you're going to look to see where they're playing uh, the night before? No, with Die Hard. Oh. Yeah, I think they were showing it on... It was they a Facebook moved, yeah. ad that showed it. I just forgot who brought it back. Yeah, you know what? It's not showing anywhere... Other than where you have to buy it, at least when you Google it, oh. I'll buy it for Christmas. Lane, I, I know, I know a place where I can. If watch someone it bought that for me, it'd be one of the greatest Christmas gifts I ever got. <laughs> <laughs> because Die Hard is the greatest Christmas. I've seen some crazy like Christmas decorations that are Die Hard. Like, see what I'm saying? Like it's they put the fake vent like it was a, a box, right? Then they wrapped it in foil, and then they just put his picture inside. And they put it up on the wall like if it's even right. <laughs> Hey, look at you just gotta answer the door in like a beater and barefoot. Yeah, and tapes here. See, hold on. Here's my thing. Who the fuck take that gun to his back? <laughs> <laughs> he did, bro. He's like he's flexible. He's not, he's not good. Okay. Happen. I didn't want to nitpick it, but I always did. There's an episode of Rick and Morty that's specifically about Die Hard. Oh, really? I'm about to watch. Yeah, this. dude, and it's hilarious because Summer, she's like, never, she's never, she's never seen Die Hard, and she uses that because she ends up having to Die Hard to get out of the episode, and she uses that against the bad guy who's expecting her to Die Hard. To do all the things, all the tricks that I do, it's so fucking meta. It's hilarious. <laughs> hey, Rick and Morty is meta as shit, though. You know what I mean? Well, Bill Murray did that shit at the end where he was rambling. It was so Rick and Morty esque. Like Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty is like you and me, Morty, forever and ever, hundred episodes and ever and forever to the end of time. Rick and Morty, hundred and ever and forever. All our episodes are going to continue, and he's just going and rambling on. That's the way Bill Murray did it for the last eight minutes of that movie. It's crazy too, cause like fucking the shit that happened in real life, huh? Right, like one of the dudes. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, yeah, he got canceled, but the yeah. other dude was like, "I'll do the voice." You know what I mean? Yeah, because they'll far, they'll probably find a way to make it funny. You know what I mean? I haven't seen the newer. I haven't oh, seen the newer episodes. I've seen the first part of season six, I think. So since he well, well, I think they had a bunch in the can already. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, so they probably released those, and then they're waiting, and they're gonna do these, and then. Yeah, because he was yeah. talking about if they got new ones now, that means it's without him, without without buddy. That's the word on the street. Without yeah. what's Dennis Royland? Yeah, because that means something other like David. Royland. Yeah, the the other partner who's the main the one left now, he said he would be the other voice. You know what I mean? Oh shit. Yeah, I'm sure they have a bunch of stuff where he could at least attempt to do the voices. Maybe they'll change the voice, which would suck, but whatever. 
I think it'll be. Fun. I don't know if it's still funny. I'll I'll watch it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> They're usually pretty good. There was a Thanksgiving episode that was fucking hilarious. Also, <laughs> it's funny because my daughter, she's the one that got me, my oldest. She's the one that got me on it, and then she's the one that told me this shit that happened. She's like, I'm I'm, I'm never watching it again. And I'm like, damn youngsters. Yeah, that's good though. I mean, you know, I mean, don't stand for nothing. I guess that's terrible. <laughs> this is funny, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Somebody put like Stakinla, and then it's a picture of uh, of Mary Jane. It's, it's, it's like bust out the Mary Jane. Nice. <laughs> Mary Jane Watson from Spider Man. Hey, she got a big uh, face. Yeah. She looks she like a happy face stamp. <laughs> I'm happy face like stamp. Right, let's get ready to get up out of here. And, uh, That's we got, right. we got multiple uh, games that we're. Oh shit! Yeah, foosball. Yep. Yeah, make sure you grab some squares. There's uh, all three games up right now. If you're only going to grab some squares in one game, do it in the Bengals game because that's the earliest game. That one's at 10 a.m. West Coast time. And uh, go follow Silver Screen Breakdowns on all podcast platforms and every social media platform. And Peacock, let them know. Go hit up me on peacockmerch.com. I am the neon peacock. Ah, ah. And um I am Bogard Scott Free. <laughs> I mean we're I'm part of Bird Gang. <laughs> yeah, I am Bird Gang. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow for foosball, and I will see you next week for the night before. Peace out. Still scream as you pitch this shit. This ain't a dream, we really lit this shit. Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit. That's where the most high, we the most lit.